this episode of the Capacity Podcast, we join Harry, the President, and Yasmin, the Social Events Director of the 180DC Queensland University of Technology branch. They'll be talking about some of the exciting programs 180DC QUT are running in the upcoming year. They'll also be sharing about the two personal causes they are interested in, which are reducing the gender pay gap and addressing the homelessness problem worldwide. Good morning, good evening, and good night, everybody. I'm Ryan Lee, the host of Capacity, the podcast brought to you by 180 Degrees Consulting in the lead-up to our inaugural 2023 APEC Summit. We are all about helping you unlock your capacity and navigating the recent trends in the APEC region. Today, we have Harry Bly, the President, and Yasmin Craigs, the Social Events Director of the 180DC Queensland University of Technology branch, to tell us more about what the branch is up to. Hi, Harry. Hi, Yasmin. Hey, Ryan. Uh, Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, so maybe let's get into the interview. Introduce yourselves. What do you study? What is your specific role in the QUT branch? Uh, I'll start, Yasmin. Uh, So my name's Harry. I'm the president of 180 Degrees Consulting uh, at QUT. Uh, I study law and IT, so probably a bit of an interesting combo um, I, I kind of found a passion for consulting and giving back to the community uh, kind of in my third year of study, and I've um, kind of been involved in 180 ever since and, and loved it. Good intro, Harry. Um, hey, everybody. My name's Yasmin. I'm the Social Events Director for uh, 180 at QUT. Um, I'm a third-year marketing student, and this is my second semester in the position as Social Events Director. Um, I personally have never been a consultant myself. Um, but got into 180 um, through a few friends and my sister who also won the exec. Um, and so learning and learning and discovering as I go. It's um, a pretty cool um, club to be a part of. All right. So maybe I'll direct this question to Harry. So like what interesting projects has your branch done over the past cycle? Yeah. So some great questions. Uh, that I guess one that immediately springs to mind was we did a kind of a market entry for this charity um, who sells uh, products looking to end energy poverty. Uh, so, so the charity Solar Buddy um, offers these kind of constructible lights, which are provided to um, third world countries, pre- predominantly in um, Africa, uh, to, to essentially try and end energy poverty, which is, um, if you're not aware, um, at like a, an inability to access electricity for things like school and work. Uh, which is kind of prevalent and a, a really big problem over there. And so we helped them uh, kind of develop a market entry strategy um, and, and start approaching uh, some retailers uh, for how to get their products on shelves because um, they kind of have an online only distribution model. Um, so that was a really, really interesting, very insightful um, case. I guess, firstly, exactly like uh, a kind of a management consultant would do, but secondly, uh, for a really, really good cause. Uh, another one we're doing with the help of the GLT currently is where we're trying to redesign this um, platform that, that a big government entity in Australia uh, provides. And essentially, it's um, kind of like Uber, but for those who are transport disadvantaged, uh, so who don't have access to cars or public transport or can't 
can't afford or can't manage it themselves. They, they provide this service uh, to these people uh, and they're kind of looking for a revamp. So how they can make it more effective and uh, excitingly, our, our presentations are going to be presented at a global seminar on a, on a topic in in, a, in London, I believe. So, so we're very excited to be doing that currently, and that's something that we're very proud of. Wow, that's that's a huge variety of projects. I mean, there's a market. There's the your typical management consulting stuff. There's also, I guess, a more technical, uh, digital oriented uh, solution, right? Yeah, that's correct. And I guess it, it really highlights kind of the, the, the variety and, and the type of work you can do. It's, um, and and it's, it's for all backgrounds as well. You know, we've got consultants on both projects, not necessarily a business background, um, some data scientists, some lawyers, um, some people kind of even broader, uh, so in like the health sciences. Uh, and, and so it kind of highlights like the diversity of viewpoints that we're looking for and, uh, and that everybody can get involved in these awesome projects. Yeah, so moving on to Yasmin Zen, I guess. What are some interesting upcoming uh, social projects um, that your branch is working on? Well, we've just um, we're just in the midst of wrapping up our Welcome to um, 2023 event for the semester. So we just hosted a um, welcome back party for all our members, but also in collaboration with three of the other business clubs at QUT. Um, and so that was really quite successful. We had a great night. We got a whole heap of people involved um, and have got some really great photos from that as well to really um, push out on our socials um, how much fun we have at 180. Um, on the calendar this year um, that comes under my umbrella as such, we've probably got a few more little social events and then a, um, a big end of semester party. Um, but of course, also we're working on the APAC Summit, which we'll be holding on um, Saturday the 18th. Um, so that's super exciting and probably will be possibly the day of um, by the time we release. Yeah, so if you're hearing this, it's probably the 18th and you're probably at the APAC Summit. <laughs> so <laughs> statistically. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess in the in the same vein of exciting projects coming soon, is there any is there any information uh, you can tell us about what the branch is working on soon, Harry? So I, we've got some exciting projects that we're kind of currently working on, as well as kind of an exciting, I guess, development for the club. Uh, in terms of projects currently, um, we've kind of got that government project that I spoke about that's that's ongoing. Um, we, we've also got some projects for. Uh, a charity that helps um, uh, cut the kind of hair for for those who are disadvantaged. So um, they kind of teach the the skill of hair cutting to people in developing and third world countries, um, and they also kind of locally in Australia and, and around Brisbane and, and um, even even kind of broader than Brisbane that they cut hair for the disadvantaged, so people can't afford it, um, homeless people, and they and they do that in in kind of conjunction with other charities um, to help to help these people get jobs. So we're doing a few projects for that client, which has been fantastic. And that's been a, a relationship we've had with that client for about maybe maybe a year and a half or almost two years. So it's been fantastic to kind of continue to work with this client and get, get really close. Uh, we, we've also got um, some projects with this, uh, this kind of not-for-profit startup who's looking um, to, to help 
increase uh, women and um, uh, kind of minority safety in, in bars and clubs. So, so um, they're kind of developing this app, uh, which you can signal your signal nightclubs and bars that you're in need of help uh, kind of discreetly and uh, they'll bring security over. So it's kind of inspired by the um, ask for Angela, the Angela shot um, movement, which is where you ask a bartender for, for an um, angel or Angela shot. And uh, that's kind of code for, I need help. Um, this person was finding that that wasn't as effective. Um, it, it's kind of hard to get away from the person uh, that you might, you might want to get away from. So we're kind of helping him develop this app and kind of go to market this kind of not-for-profit app, which is another fantastic uh, client and another fantastic and really worthwhile project. Um, in terms of other exciting developments, uh, we're looking to partner with um, QUT's um, uh, International Consulting uh, Society, and, um, or, or sorry, the, the squad, I should say, so to, to kind of represent QT and in conjunction with them at uh, various consulting case competitions, which is another really fascinating and exciting development. And we're, we're kind of getting our consultants involved with that and partnering with QT and some, some um, big, big uh, companies as well to kind of uh, bring that forward. And that's another really, really exciting development and something I'm very passionate about. Uh, just to hone in on something, you mentioned the uh, Angela app, was it? Or the Angel app? Uh, Angela, yeah. That seems like a really. I mean, that seems that seems not very typical for um one eighty branches to work on, right? Because it's uh, I guess it's a really technical oriented and web development thing, I guess. Yeah, so I guess we have we have less of the oversight of the web development. We're we're kind of a go to market strategy as well as some technical development. Um, it, it is probably a bit atypical, uh, but I guess that's. Um, I guess the benefit of consulting is you get these really, really interesting projects um, with a variety of people, a variety of clients, um, and, and you get to learn new skills. So whilst it is perhaps a bit atypical, I think it's a good good opportunity for the consultants to learn and a great way to deliver value as well. Yeah, the project really kind of reflects the whole range of the whole range of different tasks, you know, a potential consultant would be asked to do. And I guess 180 is really uh, a really good way of training you to think like a consultant or and you know have the soft skills to act as a consultant. Yeah, and, and equal, equally it highlights the um uh, kind of the the diverse uh kind of skill sets we're looking for in 180. So, you know, even even though um like a lot of our consultants are kind of pure business students. Um yeah, this app is is a great example of where it's it's probably a bit more technical uh it, it's it's probably a bit more you know um, yeah uh, less less high level less business facing um, so the, the technical data science and um, IT and computer science roles like it's kind of perfect for it as well so it it, it is kind of highlighting the, the diverse viewpoints and um, diverse skill sets that we're kind of looking for at 180. Okay, in that case, right, um, Harry. Uh, just want to ask what's your kind of leadership philosophy for your branch and maybe you could also share a bit about your recruitment strategies to really you know get all these people from such wide and diverse backgrounds to even consider 180dc as a potential uh, potential thing to do um yeah another fantastic question um in terms of my leadership style and kind of what we're looking for with recruitment it's it's really we're open to all, and we, we encourage and um, you know, really push for 
as many students to apply and, and we, we try and have as many roles open for students as possible. Uh, we really want any background. So, so we're open to anybody and everybody uh, who's keen and who wants to give back to the community and who wants to learn these kind of core consulting skills. Uh, you know, it's not about your kind of past experience. Uh, it's, you know, about your eagerness to learn and um, your kind of philosophy going forward. And that, that's really what we look for. Besides what you clearly mentioned, which was uh, eagerness to learn, right? Are there any qualities uh, for potential members of 180VCQUT that you're looking for? Yeah, look, uh, communication skills are important. Um, the, the reality is I think most of the kind of core consulting skills can be taught, you know, presentation, Excel modeling, a PowerPoint, uh, th those skills um, those skills can be taught and, and we, we do offer kind of industry training. So we partner with some of the big consulting firms to offer training for our, for our consultants. Um, it's, it's more around, yeah, it's, it's a willingness. I, I, I think it, it's a kind of communication, um, teamwork, leadership skills. It's, it's kind of those soft skills, which are uh, perhaps a bit hard to teach um, as opposed to those kind of hard skills. Uh, Cause I'm of the philosophy, like, everybody can learn to use PowerPoint, everybody can learn to use Excel, uh, but, you know, really it's, it's about kind of getting along with your fellow consultants. It's about showing leadership and initiative. Uh, it's about drive. Um, th those are really what's important and, and I guess what we're looking for. Moving on to kind of the more social impact uh, aspect of 180DC, just want to ask Yasmin, right? What are some causes you personally advocate for or some emerging problems in the local area that you feel can be tackled? Um, for me personally, look, I think uh, we do quite well in Brisbane. I um, work at a girls boarding school and so um, girls education and um, mental health and well-being are all at the centre of my, um, my daily work life and also um, my life as a girl at a um, university um, and as a student. Um, I think our situation in Brisbane in regards to education and access to mental health and support, especially at QUT, um, we're very lucky with a lot of the um, support systems that we have. Um, but for me, I, um, a cause that hits quite close to home is um, girls' education. And so for some of the organisations like Girl Up and things like that, which help um, raise awareness and money for education for girls in countries that are far less fortunate than we are um, is definitely one that hits quite close to home for me. Um, so we've done a bit of work for them in the past um, when I was at high school. Um, and so that's one I'd be excited to see come on as a um, somebody to work with for next semester. But we'll see how we go. Yeah, maybe um, if I could get you to kind of expand on this, I'm not quite sure what the climate is like in uh, Brisbane, right? But mm -hmm. if you were to say um, some areas for improvement at the moment for uh, feminism and I guess gender equality, what would they be? Um, oof, tricky question, Ryan. I think um, in regards to that, it's definitely um, still pushing towards the um, equity and equality side of things. So um, women in positions of power is definitely something that we still, um, while I'm making great progress on and, you know, we're getting a lot more women in a lot um, um, of positions which are far higher up the hierarchy, 
um, than they have been previously. Um, we are still seeing a lot of um, male-dominated businesses and industries. Um, and so really just continuing to push for the ascension of um, women, not to dominate, but just to really um, push for the equal and equitable representation of all. Um, and that being said, not just women, but anybody and everybody who um, is, able, is able and um, capable to do that, whatever they um, or however they identify and um, work. Yeah, that's such a that's such a clear, striking example. I think I I remember hearing this from somewhere, but way back in the day when it wasn't even a state like this, um, when when women were you know it was even conceivable for a woman to become to get elected into the board of directors, right? There was this whole big thing about how um, they were like measuring the performance of women on the boards of directors and. A lot of the studies, you know, kept finding that women weren't doing very well on these boards. And it was only after a while that they discovered that, hey, actually, a lot of the men on the boards of directors, right, would appoint women just because they knew the company was going to fail. And afterwards, blame the fact that a woman was on board as the reason for the company failing, which is absolutely insane to that is think about nowadays. Oh my god. I mean, it's definitely one way to um, rig the uh, statistics in their favour, but... Um... Yeah, an exciting development in Australia, actually, is we just recently passed legislation um, which companies now need to report publicly their pay discrepancy between men and women. Um, and I think that starts as of this year. So it'd be interesting um, insights and hopefully, um, you know, it'll highlight... Uh, that more work needs to be done, I think, as we all know. Yeah, I mean, it seems like such an obvious thing, right? Absolutely. I think we're on a good path to um, closing the gender pay gap. Um, but, of course, with recent um, events such as COVID, we um, went backwards um, quite a bit. And so we're back on track to hopefully achieving some good results soon. So I guess I'm opening up the same question to Harry now. What are some causes you personally advocate for and you know what are some problems in your local area that you feel could be tackled fantastic and hard-hitting questions uh a, a cause that i've kind of personally been involved with uh you know through high school and following was um kind of homelessness uh it's an unfortunately predominant thing in brisbane um as with a lot of major cities uh so a, a charity i was involved with um essentially did helped feed and clothe the homeless so we gave breakfast to them for free um so that's something i'm quite passionate about uh in, in terms of solving the issue it, it's a certainly a really difficult one i think firstly social stigma needs to change um uh more uh, more affordable housing um which is another um very difficult one given the current kind of economic conditions and housing market um like job security and job safety they're, they're really tough issues um but it, it's i guess disappointing to see how little has been done i think and particularly um over covid where there were significant layoffs um i think i, I don't think our employment rates are kind of where it was pre-covid so again a, a bit of a disappointing thing that i think uh, hasn't received as much media attention or um at, at least n nowhere near the funding that it needs to 
I think that situation is made particularly difficult um, at the moment in Brisbane, especially close to home. We're very aware of the housing crisis here, um, so much so that there is not a single bed available in student accommodation in Brisbane. Um, and so especially as exchange starts to pick up again and we've got lots of new um, and exciting faces at QUT as exchange students start to come back to study on campus, um, I do know a lot of them are struggling quite, um, quite severely with finding a place to sleep permanently due to the crisis and the rising prices um, that we struggle with, as I'm sure many, many other people around the world are also facing. Yeah, thanks, thanks to both of you for sharing um, these amazing causes. I mean, eradicating homelessness, the uh, closing the gender pay gap. They're both, I mean, they're both really, I guess, specific to to the region. That I mean, there were specific insights from the region, but I guess these are issues that we see all around the world still. As for your plans after university, I know the both. I know Harry, you're doing like a million jobs at the moment right now. <laughs> so like, where do the both of you want to go after university and after 180DC? Look, for me personally, I um, haven't quite got to the thinking about post-university yet. I'm in my third, I've just started my third of four years of my degree. Um, and all my focus and energy at the moment is going towards hopefully going on exchange halfway through this year to Lille in France. Um, and doing a year of exchange um, over there, which will be super duper exciting. Um, but there's quite a few things I've got to organise before that and hoops I've got to jump through, um, including passing my uh, maths course at the moment, which is not a strong suit for me um, and taking up many hours of my day. Um, but we keep coming back to the push and the drive of why I chose this in the first place. And so I think uh, post-graduation, Yaz will probably find herself overseas. Um, I'd love to work in a um, marketing agency or a consulting agency. Um, but for the moment, I've got nothing set in stone for the end of 2024. And I'm just excited to see where life takes me. So probably uh, unlike Yaz, I can kind of see the finish line. So I'm in my final semester of a five and a half year degree. So law's been a, a long journey for me. <laughs> Uh, kind of after I finish, um, I'm going to go traveling for a bit, kind of explore, which I, I'm really excited about for going to Europe and then kind of the US. Um, and then I'll start a grad role in, in 2024, uh, which I'm really excited about. I guess I suppose I've got to kind of finish my honors thesis first. So that'll be that'll be fun and trying to get through that currently um, while working is, is a bit of a challenge, but an exciting one too. Okay, great. Before we end off, what is one message you want to leave our audience with? Look, if the one the one piece of advice um, that I've kind of trying to take on board during my time at uni and kind of hopefully post uni is just get involved in as much things as you can. Um, I, I personally would highly recommend One Eighty. I think it's been fantastic. It's helps me get graduate jobs. It's um, kind of set me up with the skills I need. But look, if if it's a if it's another club or um, organisation you're thinking of or volunteering with, I, I'd just say do it. Like, um, whilst uni is important and, and something to to prioritise, I think there's really something to be said by just saying yes and um, doing as many things as possible and uh, really enjoying and kind of giving back to the community. So, so my motto is just just to say yes. Stole the word straight out of my mouth, Harry. Um, couldn't have put it better myself. Um, I'd just like to add to that, that social sport is also a great avenue, 
not just to make friends and kind of had that have that continuity of every week you're getting out and doing something, um, but also great to just get moving, learn some, meet some new people, and um, really just um, find a different side to university. There's a lot of study um, going on, but there's also so many opportunities um, to get far more involved if you just look a little bit harder than um, your university lecture halls. So, um, absolutely. All right. Thanks so much. I mean, your advice really is home <laughs> to anyone who's watching this, right? 180, you know, 180 is always available. They're always recruiting. Um, if you want to join, you can, you know who to talk to. I, actually, I'll add, I'll, I'll, well, I'll, I'll say something for, I'll say something further. Go for I, it, Harry. I highly encourage the GLT as well. I was um, a member of the APAC Ops team. Um, and I thought that was an amazing opportunity um, to kind of be involved with your organization more broadly. If 180 is something you're passionate about or volunteering, um, certainly your local 180 branch is something you should get involved with, but also take a look at the GLT and the work they do and kind of the oversight of the organization. Yeah, there's definitely a great opportunity. Um, and I guess there's many within 180DC. Uh, just want to say a quick, um, make sure to give us a uh, follow on our Instagram, 180DC underscore QUT. And um, can't wait to hopefully see you all um, today, possibly, <laughs> at the APAC Summit at UQ from 1 till 6. Um, looking forward to seeing you all there. If not, stay up to date with our socials. We'll have heaps of great events and posts for all our consultants and just for any uh, general members or non-members alike. Um, and of course, we'll also have a few more parties going on as well to keep you all involved on the social side. All right. Thank you so much, Harry and Yasmin, for coming on today. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for having us, Ryan. It's, it's been, been really pleasure. nice having you guys on. For our listeners, stay tuned for more brand showcases on the Capacity Podcast once again. This has been Capacity, the 180DC APEC Summit Podcast. Unlock your potential today.